jokes, yes. culture, and innovation at the same time. Whoa, they know, they know, they know. I just wanna be James Bond. I just wanna be, be, be. I just wanna drop out. Culture. I wanna know that. We, we not bougie. But I, I feel like I'm, I just don't wanna, I'm, I'm tired of pooping. <laughs> Welcome to the Comedy Trap House. I get the joke now. <laughs> Uh-oh, you already know what time it is. It's Comedy Trap House time, and I'm in the kitchen, and I'm cooking it up. This is your chef, Boy RG, Stevie G, a.k.a. At I Roam A Lot, a.k.a. Rome Green Jr. In the building with me, I got Cam. First off, the intro was... Second, <laughs> what's the number to the NBA customer service? Line? Come on, don't start yet. Nah, Calm man. down, man. Nah, man. Calm down. NBA whack. Calm down. We're going to get to that. Before we get to that, we're going to get to that. Um, first and foremost, I want to say that uh, I, I, went, I went through something today, and it was it was a tough it was a tough thing you know i i've been you know i'm dealing with somebody for a while and today like it pretty much i pretty much uh ended that not that we were in a relationship but you know how you got to let some people go in order to see if they come back mhm it was one of those situations like one 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 of them one of them and it it it, it don't feel good but it's also necessary. It's necessary it's also, for your self health. Yes, it's also necessary because you know, and it's it's one of those things where it's like a lingering situation where you know, all right, this hat this it's gotta happen. So essentially, I'll give y'all some cliff notes. This young lady that I was dealing with. That's ironic. What? I've been saying you look like Clifford the Red Dog. For the longest, and now you come and say you about to give some cliff notes. It's just funny coming from you. So essentially, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I was dealing with long distance situation, but like, here's the, here's my thing. Some people, for some people, long distance works, but if there isn't any plan between the two people it's it's kind of it's kind of a dub it's kind of now when you say plan what do you mean by plan i mean like hey in a year i'm moving to where you at or hey in a year i'm moving to where you at you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying it's not if it's not a plan and with this particular young lady you couldn't you don't you don't think you could have did well, let's try this long distance and just see where it goes without putting like a stipulation of like in a year. Um, no, no, not necessarily stipulation, but I don't, I don't, I know this is going to sound funny, but I know my love language and it's not long distance. Like, <laughs> I don't think that was one of the love languages, was it? No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a like see you, feel you, like being your energy, your prep. Like, that's my thing. And when I'm in, Long distance just doesn't necessarily work for me yeah. in particular. And, you know, this young lady was, you know, she said to me that she may not, she don't know if she'll ever move to LA. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, 
mind, people's minds could change. So I was like, you know what? In order to see if it ever even changes, maybe we got to kind of like debt this for right now and see where we at six months, a year. I mean, who knows? Uh, who knows? But if you literally don't see yourself moving, that's a little tough because I can't move. I know I can't move. Like, that's just this is where my Your life is. ain't going nowhere. <laughs> this is where my life is. But, and I, um, and I you, don't want to be selfish and uproot nobody either at the same time. Now, when you say uh, six months to a year to so say that means like you, y'all not talking anymore. Y'all just gone. We're not talking as free because the thing is, we were just kind of like back and forth here and there, here and there. So, no, I know I understand that yeah, part. Yeah. But I'm saying what you said at the beginning, like you got to let somebody go to see if they come back. So yeah, we kind of. What, what, what does that mean for you? Like, like no, we not, you're not communicating. We're with not really no communicating more? right now. Yeah. And I don't know when, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the what the time will be, but we know. Now, was this a decision like you expressed to her or just something you just doing? No, this is a decision she expressed. Okay. For her happy, for her sanity and happiness right now, which I understand, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you can't, it's, a, it's been like a lingering thing. It's just lingering, lingering, lingering. And, you know, you can't just have people out here lingering. So I understand that. And like I said, you know, you can, with those type of situations, you kind of got to give it to God and be like, all right, if it's meant to be, it'll, it'll, it'll work out the way it's supposed to. And if not, you know. But, you know, we, she did say we are still friends. Like, we still friends, but we, we just can't. Yeah. You know, it's got to it's gotta chill. And, it's you know, I know a few of us in the house have dealt with situations like that. So, you know, it just is what it is. You got to, it's one of them tough situations. <laughs> you just got to, you yeah, got to. I gotta mean, I, I can sympathize from I have a close friend I had to do that too yeah, but yeah. you know sometimes you gotta do it for you you can't sometimes you just gotta do what's best for you sometimes you gotta look out for you and, and by looking out for you it makes it better for both parties yeah sometimes it just works like that so yeah. you know or sometimes you know you you may never talk again yeah or y'all may get together later on you yeah. never know but this is a good step yeah at least yeah. y'all recognize this and can uh Internalize like your feelings the, and express it in a way that you know it makes like sense for both of y'all. That's the adult thing, to, yeah, uh, to do. So this is a late '80s born decision. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, this is a 30, 30 year old decision. Yeah, that's what late '80s mean. Well, it could, it could, that could be twenty nine. Rome, you know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and also, before we get to the NBA. Cause I know it. I know you want to go there. Mm-hmm. So I told. I you. have a lot. I'm sorry. I have a lot of stuff to talk about. This may be a long podcast. Shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Cam the other day. And I told him my friend has a uh, squirrel for a pet, and Most he just showed me shit. a video of a guy that had a squirrel trapped in a in a garbage can, and when he lifted the lid up, the squirrel was angry. And hopped out. It was at his neck. So, what? I just got a few questions about. I just want to talk about a few things about having a squirrel as a pet. Now we say cats aren't pets. No. Would a squirrel be more of a pet than a cat? Based on the video you showed me of your friend with the squirrel, it looked like it. The squirrel was very interactive <laughs> yeah. with her. It looked like it was very affectionate. It yeah. Was playing. It was a. And I had never. Over. I've never seen a squirrel so domesticated. Yeah, it was, it's weird to see, but you can pretty much almost domesticate any animal at this point, I feel. I've seen people with all kind of random pets. Any animal? I feel like you can. I feel like you can. I've seen people Except with all kind of random. No, you can. You can, you can.
you could. Maybe you I can't. Pet gorilla. If you're not scared. Yeah, but I'm, I'm scared. My thing is, it's just a rat with a with a bushy tail. That's all a squirrel is. Now that's that's racist. That's racist. You can't be like that. All squirrels matter because they don't. They need to be in their own category. It's not just a rat with a bushy tail. Let me explain to you what a squirrel is because I have someone who knows what squirrels are. I definitely know their type of, their distant cousins or something. A squirrels are members of the family. Can't, can't pronounce that. A family, <laughs> but you are right. A family that includes small or medium-sized rodents. The squirrel family includes tree squirrels, ground squirrels, chipmunks, Marmots, which are woodchucks, flying squirrels, and prairie dogs. So it's technically it is a rodent. Technically it is a rodent. I mean, I didn't need you to read a description <laughs> for me to know that. I, the eyeball test tell me it's a rodent. It looked exactly like a rat with it a do. bushy tail. It do. That's it all do. it is. It do. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting to me to see that type of pet. I think that's the first time I've seen that type of pet. A squirrel. A squirrel pet. That's the first time I've seen But it. you didn't tell him how it became her pet. Oh. That's the thing. Um, from what I remember her telling me, she said she the squirrel kept showing up at her door every day. And I guess she noticed it was the same squirrel. So this is for months going on. And, I, and so she first she started just feeding it. Just giving it uh, protein type foods. And then one day, she lets the squirrel in her house, and I think she buys it a cage, and they become the best of friends. And uh, I love you, my friend, but I just want to let you know that, and everybody on this podcast, this is a white girl. So I mean, you didn't have to say that for everyone to know. No, we I did have to that. say that. I, no, we all knew. It's some wild black people and other people out here, it's, and you the, know the wild black people. A mixed <laughs> with white up play, but we all knew this was gonna be a white person because a black, black I'm people never, don't just adopt those. They're gonna be shooing that. They're gonna be taking a broom, get out of here, yelling at the squirrel, get off my goddamn get, porch, get your ass out of here. But yeah, so um, if I can, uh, if I can have her explain to me what attracted her to this squirrel, I'll update y'all on the next podcast because it's just interesting to me to have a squirrel. As a pet, would you ever have a snake? Um, that's um, since we're on. I'm animals. not a fan of reptiles. Yeah, me neither. I'm not a fan of reptiles yeah. like lizards, snakes, frogs, all that stuff. I grew up with in Miami. Not a fan of it. Mm. Not to have a pet, no. My- but I'll tell you this: snake feels amazing to touch. The skin, especially oh, yeah. yeah, the skin of a snake, yeah, especially yeah. a live snake. Yeah, it yeah. feels amazing to touch. Yeah. But as a pet, like those ain't pets. It's man. not a pet. Like, like what they doing? Like they just you just you just taking care of this thing. But it's not really much you can do with it. My cousin in Pennsylvania had a yellow boa constrictor. Mm-hmm. And so I was I rode with her to the house. She was like, oh, I have to feed my snake. We got to go to the store and buy a rat. That too. I had a homegirl with that. Like, that's cruel, man. I don't want to see that every day. And so she was like, do you want to watch me feed it? At this point, I had never really seen it live in action. And, and so I was like... Yeah, let me see that. So she puts, she knocked, they knocked the rat out first. Cause so the rat don't, I guess, so he don't be squirming. And I guess it, it makes it more, I don't know. She takes it by the tail. Thick rat too, probably about the size of my fist. 
puts it in the cage. The snake was in the corner, like raveled up in the in the corner. He starts to unravel. I guess because he felt the warmth of the of the, of the rodent. He unraveled. He kind of got like halfway across the cage, just flicked his tongue out, and then boom, grabbed him, wrapped him up. And I couldn't watch no more. I was like, I'm not, I'm not watching this. And she was like, are you spending the night tonight? I said, I'm not, I'm not spending the night here. I'm not. She was like, why? Said, you got a fucking snake. I'm not. I can't. Because in my mind, if I wake up and the snake gone, anything, I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with that. I'm just not. I can't sleep in a house with a snake. Because what if you ain't got the cage on top? I'm just thinking about a lot of shit. And if I wake up and the snake is at the end of my bed. I'm panicking, Ken. I'm that, like, or if I'm she want to play games because you think it's funny, pull out the not, snake, like stuff like that. Not, that ain't funny because when I kill the snake <laughs> from fear, then you ain't going to want to laugh and you're going to be all mad. Because all bets are off. My life is in danger in my mind and I'm going off. Um, the fuck, I'm, uh, that's some scary shit. Any people with pan- tarantulas, I'm not I'm not staying in your house because I'm just, I'm not dealing with it. I'm just not dealing with it. I don't want to end right. a friendship over this over this pet mm. <laughs> from you playing or anything like that. I'm None not. That. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. But that's the end of my pet. My pet rant. It's just random pets. Fucking NBA. 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 Man. We're recording this, by the way, people. Uh, this is Monday night. Cause I'm so amped up. I'm yeah. pissed, and I don't know why I'm pissed. Cause I don't even watch the NBA like that. You want a good game, but I just want. To see a competitive match, I don't understand how the Warriors got boogie, and now they have five All Stars. They have Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, KD, and Boogie. That is an Olympic team for people who don't know who Boogie is. Demarcus Cousins, yes. He's that not. is an Olympic team. And yes, he, I know he's coming off injury, but when he gets back, that is an Olympic team. If it sounds like somebody who fights, he does. It is a <laughs> Western Conference All-Star team. Like, this shit is crazy. You have five All-Stars in your starting lineup, not to mention you still got Iguodala, uh, Livingston, all these people. Like, yo, NBA got to do something. They stopped Chris Paul from playing with Kobe which was crazy to me, but they don't stop this. Even though I know he was a free agent, but still, man, something, man. Like, but, but like, And the argument with people is LeBron started this. No. That's what I say. I I'll, say I'll say. give them a little bit of that, but do y'all not remember the first time we were hearing the big three in our generation that I can remember was the Celtics. Yeah. Garnett, Pierce, and Ray Allen. Yeah. That was a big three, but it was still competitive. When and LeBron I- went to Miami – it was still competitive. Yeah, but when LeBron went to Miami, Miami didn't win a championship that year They lost before. the first year. But still, it was competitive. It was tough getting out the East. We were yeah. trying to play the Pacers yeah. with Paul George and all them. It was tough. When we played OKC, it was tough. Like, it was still competitive. Like, Golden State is not competitive. It's a breeze. They're sweeping people. I think – they in the playoffs what they say he lost only three games like, or something yeah, crazy. Like, like, come on, and now man. you add this, like, no. No, like even if I was a Golden State fan, I would be like no to this. Because you you're losing respect for your wins. It's like we it's an all star. I team. seen this girl tweet, she said, Anybody go to the Warriors, I don't respect at this point. It's just like, yo, come on, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> Y'all just want an easy ring. Nobody wanna earn earn the ring no more, nah, man. man. Like, yo, that that shit is whack. 
and as we all know, LeBron went to the Lakers, so now he got to deal. He got to deal with that shit. And look, even him there, just him, this LeBron going there, still competitive in the Western Conference. Now, if he get Kawhi, now it's like okay, yeah, 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 even things up yeah. a little bit, but still that Golden State team it's, adding Demarcus now, it just and, that's and we five. don't we don't know if it's over. We don't we don't know who we don't know if it's <laughs> over. It ain't over yet. Free agency ain't over yeah, yet. We don't know who else they like. Come on, man. I feel bad for Anthony Davis. This man committed because he had Rondo and um and Boogie. He wore Boogie jersey in the All Star game to you know honor him. <laughs> Both of them left. Oh shit! Both of them left. Rondo in L.A. Oh shit! Yeah. Both of them left. See, man. Yes, both with an F. Anthony, you both of real... them left. Both of them left. Both. Both of them left. Like NBA got to do something, man. It's like this is really, you know, I said it before, and I did kind of feel it's true that KD ruined the NBA <laughs> going there, but this really ruining the NBA, man. Like, come on, man. It's kind of too whack. much, it's man. It's whack. whack. It, it puts an asterisk on your on your championship. Here's the man. thing: I'm not even worried about the East at all. Nobody's like nobody's worried about the East. The and East, and it sucks to talk about. These are grown men who have played all their life and who've worked hard to get here. But I'm sorry. The it's, East is like a pickup game in 24-hour <laughs> fitness. That's the East right now. Which is actually, those are decent games. Sometimes they get tough. Wrong. What's up? Them games trash. Them, some people be playing out there. We that, play, well, we played LA Fitness. It's trash, man. We got 3-1 record. It's, it, it's, really, it's really time for the commish to step in. Like, something got to be done. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Because here's the thing. We know who's going back to the championship next year. Like I'm so unless LeBron gets something, and I love the fact that he's with LA. I believe in LeBron. I love LeBron. There's nothing he can do. Is is he needs? I don't know because they if they keep adding things, I just I don't know. Now he got to face the Rockets. He got to face the Warriors. He got to face who else? Uh, should the Pelicans are doing their thing? Should they were well, not anymore? They not, broke up. Yeah, man. not anymore. But. But he's got face these Spurs. Spurs. He's got. He's like, it's it's rough, man. It's rough, and not like you said, not too many people can hold can go toe to toe with the Warriors. It's it's just tough, man. That's five All Stars on one team. Like on paper, and that we, team is crazy. And they bench stupid. They bench stupid. stupid. They bench stupid. They bench stupid, man. They bench come off and make as much as the the starting five be making many points. The starting five. Be the making. thing I hate most about this it make me sound bitter. It do. It made me sound bitter, but I just want a competitive league. Because I don't even watch NBA like yeah, that yeah, until, yeah. It's until it's playoff time. Playoff time yeah. I'm fighting for the people that watch NBA a lot. Yeah. I'm fighting for y'all. Yeah. Because I can easily not watch. And it sure. won't affect yeah, it me, won't at, affect all. me at all. I can easily not watch until the finals, and it won't bother me at all. So I'm fighting for y'all. So before you call me bitter, I'm fighting for you. If you love the NBA, <laughs> nah, because that, but that's true though. Because honestly, this year was disappointing. This whole finals, was it was very disappointing, it was very like, boring. It was, no, it was nothing. A sweep like that, like, <laughs> come on, man, come on, man. But I do want to say that the city gonna be crazy now that LeBron here. Oh, like, city gonna be stupid. The prices of the real estate around the stadium went up. Prices of the tickets went up. Yeah. Prices everywhere just gone up. They gone up. Like it's about to be pandemonium. It's like, crazy a person can make that happen. Yeah, that's how much power. That's that's it's wild. Crazy. It's like when he went back to Cleveland. Yeah, like he helped the economy there. Yeah, and we got and we got to go through a game. 
going to it. I don't care if it's yeah. nosebleeds. Yeah, you got it. It's going to be expensive up there, too, but I'm going to see. Yeah, I'm going to see. But I ain't going to be in the nosebleeds. I'm going to get we not, we not claim. We're not claiming yeah, nosebleeds. I ain't going to no nosebleeds. I'm getting down there, but I'm, I'm watching. Traffic yeah. going to be stupid. Well, we Ubering. Yeah, but. Yeah, traffic going to be stupid. I, I think we're going to have to um, Uber out there early to spend the day downtown. Because <laughs> I ain't trying to go when it's time to go. Now, nah, you trying to make first game? Nigga. You, you talking to me like I ain't no boss. If you trying to do it, we I can mean, do you trying to make first. Mike said he ain't see the tickets on sale yet, but. Because they gone. <laughs> Duh. I'd be like, whoa. Soon as he announced, gone. Oh. Season ticket, gone. Like, this is going to be the place to network for Black Hollywood. Oh, yeah. all in Jay-Z, Beyonce going to oh, be yeah. down there. And the Tiffany ad is. Yeah. All of them just going to be just down and there. And now, as in Brown there four years, everybody going to. Whoever like up and coming people, they gonna want to come to LA. Like they gonna want to yeah. come play. Come play. With this is a smart decision for his business and family because yeah. family want to live here. And for business, he can follow in Magic Johnson's footsteps. His production company here. Production company here. Yeah. The the people that won the most is his team, like Maverick Carter and them. They happy they don't have to fly to Cleveland no more. <laughs> Only time I used to see them at the games was playoffs and finals. <laughs> now they can go to every game. Oh yeah, they, they yeah. in the city. They in the city. Easily. It's gonna be crazy. The price went up. LA, LA, the place to be right now. LA, the plane tickets went up. I'm feel bad when y'all flying in. The plane <laughs> tickets went up because LeBron now. The funny thing is, me and me and Cam were just talking about how the Olympics is coming here. I think 2024. I we got to confirm that. Is Let's it, look. It, 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 Let me look. I know it was, it was talks of that, but if it, do, if it do, we got to do something about this traffic because <laughs> millions of people coming from around the world, or thousands. How many? No, no. Oh yeah, it'll be. It says the twenty twenty eight Summer Olympics will begin Friday, July twenty first in in L A. So that you is twenty twenty eight. Twenty twenty eight. So we got twelve years. If I, my math is correct, yeah, no, ten years, ten years. No, trip ten years. Yeah, niggas will be forty. I'll be 40 when um, the Olympics come to L.A. And hopefully Elon Musk has solved the, the gridlock problem. Duh. we got the underground trains it, going. It says it's 122 months from now. That's crazy, <laughs> dog. You, so much is going to happen in 10 years. 10 years. We got to make sure we keep this podcast and go and say we was 30 when we talked about this. But before, before... We even get to that one. We going to Japan for twenty twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's yeah, yeah. a that's a that's a good flight Let from me, here. We go the back way from LA, hit Japan. Twenty twenty four is in is in Paris. There, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, it's in Paris. That's hard. Yeah, that's hard. It's in Paris. That's hard. So Japan, if we can hit Japan, Paris, LA, I'm trying to hit them all. Boom for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life, let's I want to go to all the Olympics. We talking big shit in here, y'all. You hear us? We going. I dropped some big shit today too, so I might as well talk some. Hey, big y'all, shit. this nigga left a can. Hey man, chill hey, out, man. Now hold on, now people need to hear this. All right, go ahead. I go in the bathroom to pee. And then, you know, I live up the toilet to pee. I'm thinking it's going to be a nice, peaceful pee. I know some people eating right now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Lord, listen up. I went to get a nice, peaceful pee, and I see Skid Row at the bottom <laughs> of the, <laughs> at the bottom of the toilet. And I'm like, yo, who did this? It's it like somebody went to painting brown spots at the bottom of the toilet. I said, Cam, nah, see, shot out some shit. What you thought was shit, that was just the rest of the contract of DeMarcus Cousins signing with the Warriors. <laughs> it was just some bullshit. 
that's what that was. You yeah, saw. man, but we got to do better, man. Need some more competition, man. It's just not. It's not. It's not fair. Because when Curry be shooting, when all, it's just nothing. You, it's nothing you can do. You know what team. that is? It's like a monopoly in business. Mm-hmm. When a when a when a company cates over the most of the market share and like it's the biggest thing, you got to break it up. It's not fair for every like. Got to break it. Will up. Smith said it. Yeah, got to break up the monotony. <laughs> so at some point, you got to break up this Warrior team. It's crazy. It's a monopoly. They right low now. key, low key, they can win for the next four years if they want to. Man, they can win till we forty in the <laughs> Olympics come to LA with this squad. God damn. Oh, Shit. <laughs> Shit. Other than that, only thing I hate more than what the Warriors did today. You may not be able to talk on this, so I'll talk for uh, briefly. It's Tyreek from Power. Oh, that man. nigga trash. That, that I feel like Ghost got to off his own son. Because how this nigga going to warn Dre about them trying to get him? Spoiler alert. The dude that's kind of responsible for getting your sister killed. Come on, man. Come on, man. Tyreek, you trash, man. I don't know how much more I can watch you make dumb decisions like this. This is beyond being a stupid teenager. You just dumb. Uh, what, what? Uh, for, since I don't watch, and for those who may not also watch, what? No, only you don't watch. Oh no, that's a lot of people. No, don't only watch. you don't watch. All right. Anyway, so for those who don't watch, for you that me, don't watch, what attracts you about the show? It's just a good story. Okay. You know, you got multiple characters, multiple Mm storylines that all connect. And it is like the cliche story of a drug dealer trying to go clean. Mm -hmm. But everything that's thrown in there is good. And honestly, honestly, what makes it great is Omari Hardwick's performance. He's a great actor. Like, he carries that show. Without him and his acting ability, it may be, it could be like, man, it's kind of corny. But because he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. And some good drama in there. It's, it's, it's good. Maybe I judged too early because that's, that's how I felt. As soon as I seen the drug dealer story, I was like, I don't want to see this. And I ain't saying it's the, it's yeah, the, no, it's it's the best show out there. I heard it's a, heard it's a good show, though. It's a good black show. It's definitely yeah, a, it's a good show. And I heard everybody be killing it. People be killing their stuff on there. So. Yeah, it's good, man. It's, it's, a, it's a good dec- It's a good filler. Okay. I say it's a good filler okay. between like Game of Thrones when you wait for that type stuff mm-hmm. to come back. Like the big, big shows to come back. It's a good little filler. That's that's gonna be a movie. That's gonna be a movie. Twenty nineteen, man. That podcast after that episode <laughs> drop gonna be stupid. I think that's all we're gonna talk about. That's gonna be a movie, and I so I'm glad they did twenty nineteen. So it's gonna give me some time to still catch up. Um, uh, I got a damn. whole list of you. No, you baffled? No, nah, I wasn't baffled. I had something in the lost. Go ahead. So we gotta talk about music. We can start about you hosting this Jesse Boykin concert. <laughs> All over, right, over last week. So uh, if y'all don't know, I got a famous cousin by the name of Jesse Boykins the Third, and uh, he had a a free performance at Zebulon Lounge on Thursday last week. And now, me and Cam have seen Jesse perform a few times, we, like uh, more than a few times at this point. And I was hosting the show. Now, what's interesting about hosting an R&B festivity, you don't know. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect or who to expect. Actually, I didn't know who to expect because a lot of them is our, our friends. But other than that, I knew it was going to be a lot of um, earth. If, I'll say this. if you In the last week, you read up on some shea butter, we expected you. <laughs> if you were earthy 
and any if you use the incense, if you did some, if you were into crystals, mm-hmm. if you if you talked about your uh, chakras, mm-hmm. I expected you at the I expected you at this concert. Um, if you thrift like me, I expect you. <laughs> if you have a Buffalo Exchange card like I do in my wallet, and you trade clothes and barter and. <laughs> Thrift, these these are who the people you. who we expected. If you said that you recently went vegan or been vegan for the past couple years, I expected you. Or gone natural. I expect you. So that's who we expected there. And so first I want to talk about how me and Cam get there. And the first thing we do is eat because that's, I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? And we had some fish and chips. Here's the thing. I just want to talk about fish and chips real quick. Fish and chips is a... It's a solid meal when you don't know what else. like when that's like the thing to get. It's it's a solid meal. I'm not mad. It's a basic. It's meal. a basic meal. It's 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 a, it's a solid meal. It, that's what I <laughs> It's a solid. Like you can't go wrong with it, but you ain't gonna be overly excited yeah. for it. But you can't go wrong. But, but the what makes it good is the is the fries. Like you just excited about fries. You know what makes it good, honestly? What really makes it good is the tartar sauce. Yeah. If true. the tartar sauce slapping, yeah. it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still just gonna be solid. It ain't gonna be nothing. I'm gonna be like, yo, you gotta get the fish and chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best fish see, you know how I know it's all about the dipping sauce? Because one of our best fish and chips experiences is when we had that artichoke dip at that one restaurant. Because we kept dipping it in that artichoke dip. Well, I didn't dip fish and chips in there. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't fish and chips. That's we, what I got. At that restaurant? Yeah. That's why we had the artichoke dip with it. No. It came with artichoke dip, the fish and chips. The fish and chips came with artichoke yeah. dip? Because I only have artichoke dip when I have, like, chips. Nah. I'm telling you. It was fish and chips I had there, and it had oh, an artichoke I, I, dip. I, I thought it was just the and chips. It was really slapping, but the artichoke dip was slapping. Good. Was good, but anyway. So the show, yep. Um, Mellow X was spinning. Uh, for those who don't know, who Mellow X is he's a DJ, and he does a lot of things, a lot of music that you can look him up. Just look up Mellow Mellow X, and so I had to host the show. I came out there. And I, I did about a, I almost did about a 20-minute set. Not going to lie. About 10 minutes in, I started talking because I didn't, I only had about 10 minutes of a set prepared. So about 10 minutes in, I was like, all right, I got to do some crowd work. Yeah, you was up there for a minute. I was starting to feel like I think you may need to wrap it up so they can come up. But then I seen when the band came up, I was like, oh, he's stalling for the band. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> when the band got up there, he, he even looked at me and he was like, no, I'm saying before they even got. Oh, before because oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. maybe you gotta introduce them to nah, come up. No, Jesse. Jesse said, "Don't." He was like, "Just don't stop until the, you see the band." I was like, "Oh, well, all right." <laughs> so, hey man, you did your thing. So I just gotta go up there and do it. But the good thing is the crowd. You and then you know I got Cam and Mike in the audience, and you know it, it was so I wasn't really tripping. But the good thing is that people like they was they was involved. And it was cool. But Jesse. Just a good performer, man. Like I, I like Jesse performing. He gives you a lot of energy. He gives you a lot of energy and the band, live bands, live nothing bands, like a live band. It just be good. It's just good. It should be like you'll take you'll hear a song that just maybe got a piano on it, and when you put the rest of the stuff on it, you be like, whoa, it sounds amazing. It just sounds really good. I, I always love live music, man. 
That shit's amazing. So that music, that was great. Uh, you know, if you guys want to check out Jesse Boykins III, just uh, type him in on IG, Jesse Boykins III, and get his music. And uh, But know, it was yeah. good. It was a nice little intimate yeah. show. It was, uh, you know, everyone came there to have a good mm-hmm. time. Everyone was singing. Everyone was dancing. You know, good drinks. It almost it was, felt like we was, like, in New York for some Like, we felt like one of them, like, like hole in the wall, but, like, I don't know, like one of them, like, speak easy. <laughs> no, you know what it felt like where we were at? We f- it felt like we were in L.A., because that's where we were. I, I mean, I seen that joke coming from a mile away. Shit, well, I you only, about a mile. <laughs> you only about three feet away from me. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was it was a cool vibe. It was, it was actually, it was really good. It was fun. Then we danced afterwards, after the show. Everybody was dancing, vibing. Yeah. I tore it down for the next three oh, hours man. on that dance floor. Cam had a nice jacket on. Yeah, my jacket was fire. Jacket. Well, they saw it on IG. It was the one with the stripes. Had a nice jacket on. Had to show back up on IG after months, and now I'm about to be gone again. <laughs> um, all right, so that's that portion of music. And then the next day, Drake came out. Let's do it. Um. <laughs> well, before we get to Drake, okay. I want to say that Best Buy is officially scrapping selling CDs. It's coming. So we old. I mean, I'm I'm still young. I don't know how you feel. I'm only 30. <laughs> Got a lot of life to live. We old in CD years. <laughs> we old in technology. In technology. Years because years. technology is catching up and nobody's buying CDs no more. It's like cassettes. You know, you used to have it. cassettes. You used yeah. to have VHS, stuff like that. This DVDs. That's going to be next. I was like, wondering when CDs was going to stop. I was wondering. No one buying DVDs no more either unless you... A baby boomer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, it's just that time. It's streaming well, you, took you over. Read, you read about it? Yeah, but this was, I don't remember everything it said, because this was, like, two days ago. Yeah. But I wrote it down as something I wanted to talk about, because that used to be a thing. You used to go and buy the CD. You used yeah. to open it up, look at the cover on your drive home. You'd be looking at the cover and everything. It was, look it was up the pictures. It was something exciting about having a tangible item in your hands like yeah. yo I got it like this is I'm excited but that's done and then your car had a CD player I don't even think they make CD players in the car no more nah, I mean unless you buy like the you know the um the ones you gotta install like the install them but anybody it just don't make sense if you can just throw in an ox and have all your CDs in one place <laughs> Like I like I, I look I still have my CD collection and DVD collection and when I look at it, I'm like yo this shit is thick I remember lie. having to flip through pages to figure out what I want to, what I want to listen to, and then I had to guess what, what I couldn't remember every track on there. Yeah. And I had to guess what's on here with iTunes. I just look, oh yeah, I want to hear this one. And then sometimes iTunes shuffle it for you and make you a playlist and do you your know, thing. Technology, man, you got to move with the times. Damn, that's crazy. Got to move with the times. I remember, I remember when we started buying CDs. Nigga, I remember sixth grade, Bow Wow came out. I asked my mom, hey, I want this CD. I thought that was so cool. I haven't seen, like, a kid rapping since Criss Cross. Yeah. I was in sixth grade. He was my age, too. I was like, hey, I want to see this. And with his CD came a, a bandana, a Bow Wow bandana. So I was like, oh, this is cool. They got bandanas in here, too? Yeah. It's cool, man. man so- like, that was, a, that, was a, that was an experience. That was an experience buying CDs. Like so now that's one experience gone. That's the only thing bad about it missing that experience is yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, is that it ain't you know you ain't getting no album artwork. I mean, you gonna get the artwork, but you ain't. It, it, I don't know. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be the same. But 
Yeah. It's so. almost like now they got to base everything off streams. So numbers begin inflated now. Yeah. So and you don't know what's really true. Like, Well, they, they break it down right now. They say um, this in physical units, and then they'll say this in streams. But mm-hmm. once the CDs are gone, yeah. now it's just going to be – Straight up, like stream. physically, if you were selling units, you were selling. Like you, you were, you were selling. Now, the stream. I mean, yeah, you can still kind of tell, but you know how technology. You can, mm-hmm. you can play with numbers. You can, you can. I think at this point, now you're just making music. <laughs> I think this is gonna stop leaks because CDs were a big cause of leaks happening yeah, yeah. for the most part. You know, yeah. they got to get it to the store a day or two before to have it ready. So sometimes, you know, it get leaked out. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. So that helps with leaks. I guess that's one positive. But now it's gonna be weird going to Best Buy. That was a large section. That's a like large what they gonna fill section. that space with now? Like if they take out DVDs and CDs. That's that's about uh, shit. Ninety five percent of the stuff. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to put. Maybe put some massage chairs or something there. You know? I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. Cause... I don't know what they But they said they still going to sell vinyl because vinyl is selling. Oh, okay. Well, all right. It's nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. But, but CDs, I guess CDs not nostalgic. As they not know. yet. Not yet. Damn. In 30 years, you're going to look at a CD and be like, whoa. You're going to be like, I can't even play this. Oh, yeah. There's nothing you can do with this. CD players gone. Walkmans, what all what is it called? They walk we used to Walkman? have a Walkman. Like Gone. it was one CD that you put in, and if you didn't get the anti-skip, it was a rough day. Do you remember having to rub alcohol on back of your CD <laughs> to clean it off to get it so it won't skip? You had to protect it from getting scratched. Like y'all, y'all don't understand yeah. the stuff we went through. We had to be strong. We had to carry around the CDs. Carry and, it around because if we didn't, we only listened to one CD. You listen to one CD. You're flipping that page, flipping it, flipping it, and don't walk too hard because it's a rap. You walk too hard you go to skipping song skip. Got to hold it in your hand because your pockets ain't big enough to put it in there for that fat ass, that disc. fat ass disc. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't understand Like to get a song When I was younger I would have to listen to the radio mm-hmm. All night Yeah, Put a cassette in my boombox couldn't, couldn't Shazam it Good. Shazam Only Shazam I knew was Shaq was Shaq that's it Kazam or whatever Kazam, that shit was yeah. I would have to put the tape A cassette tape in the deck And wait Yeah. And when it came on I pressed Boom. record Record If I peed and it played while I peed, I was screwed. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. how I got my music. And then LimeWire hit. And Morpheus hit. That changed the game. But that then we the still had to do a lot of work. We had to find the song we want. Had to find, avoid getting the virus. Avoid getting the virus because, you know, we was on PCs. And then you had to burn it. Had to burn it. First of all, you had to download it because you don't know how to. That might depend on your connection. I don't know how take long for, going. I used to leave stuff up while I was at school downloading. Download. I would turn the screen off to make sure my mom don't turn off the computer by mistake. Look, this how long downloading took. Come y'all. on, man. Right now. Come on, Rome. Tell can, them, right, Rome. Let me tell, tell them. Man, let, me, let me talk to them. Right now, I can go online. Say I want to get a Jay Z Beyonce. I can click Add to Playlist. It'll do it in two seconds. We had to let stuff sit off. Downloading a movie. <laughs> Could take three days. Literally. Literally. 
Three days. You, you be can, done and get the wrong movie, you mad. You can go on the website right now, click download. You'll watch it in, in 30 seconds. You'll be ready to watch. It's crazy. That's then wild. I had to burn it. So I had to go get material. I had to go get blank CDs. That's that's, that's, then, that's digging into your, to your pockets. I had to get blank CDs to make this mix. And then I had to remember what was on it. I had so many mixes that had the same name. Like, I had a certain name for them, yeah. but then put a number behind it. And then I can't remember what's on there. So then I said, all right, I got to start making CD lists to put on here so I can remember the tracks. Digging in my pocket some more. And then you had to figure out how to get it printed out. You had to get special paper to print out. Yeah, and paper. make sure you get it. The, the, all the, man. We had to do a lot, y'all. Man, it was a lot. We had to do a lot. And I appreciate them times. So if you are. I appreciate it. If you are. I'm trying to figure if out. If you were born 2000. Yeah, if you were born 2000, you got it good. You, you, you're chilling. You are chilling right chilling. now. Before the, 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 the tape, like he said, even when we played the cassette tape, when we had a cassette tape player, to get to the song, we had to rewind and fast forward. Wasn't no skip. No skip. We had to rewind and fast forward. Wasn't no skip. You let, let me tell y'all a story. Talk about it. Harlem Shake. Y'all remember Harlem Shake? Yep. Ask yourself how old you were when Harlem Shake came out. If you was born. If you was born. Well, a nigga like me was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Harlem Shaking. To practice this goddamn dance, <laughs> I had to watch the video. How you think I got the video? You had to wait till it came on. Had to wait till it came on, Rome, with a VCR what, no, and a VHS in there. And I had to press record. Me and Chaz press record. And we finally got We waited all day. Finally came on. We got it. And then we practiced. Now, practicing takes a lot because you got to keep rewinding. You can't just skip it and go back. You gotta keep rewinding. It was we did. We went through a lot of work to, to see a music video. We waited for one hundred six and Park or Rap City when they said tomorrow the world premiere, the world premiere of the new Jay Z video. Excited. Ooh. Excited. Ooh. Excited. The only place you gonna see it first. Bat channel. And the only time you gonna see it is the next day when it come on again when it's playing. You just had to accept the fact that you gotta wait. Gotta wait. And we were so used to it. That was normal. That, Patience. Fine. Patience. Patience. That's gun. That's done. You know how they say our generation microwave? Yeah. Like, we want everything instant. Well, when we were younger, it was a goddamn crock pot. Oh, it was a crock pot. You waited. You Slow cook. <laughs> but guess what? It tasted better by the time you got Man, it. Man, because you, exci- you was like, yeah. we used to have to watch a countdown from 10 to figure out what the number one video was, because that was a thing. A number one video was a thing. That don't exist thing. no more. There used to be a show called Access Granite making the video. You know how exciting those were to see the behind the scenes of these music videos that they were spending a million dollars on back in the day? On. Exciting. Exciting. I remember they had the access granted for the Pharrell and um, Kanye saying, Come on, come on. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, number one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. I was there. He said, Come on, I came in. <laughs> I was right there on the couch it was, watching it. Man, listen, times was different, man. Right? Instant music video everywhere when it dropped. Now, yeah. this is cool. I'm not complaining about, you know. Oh, the, yeah, no, this is cool. Yeah. It, this is cool. But it's just so different. It's so different. I just appreciate I know the difference between both. Like, I remember what it used to be 
I'll say if you were born 94 and before, you know what I'm talking about. You know After talking that, about. y'all had it good. I don't care what you say. <laughs> and I know y'all generation, that our generation, the next generation, they're going to even have it better. And y'all going to be talking to somebody when they 30. <laughs> gonna be talking about man you remember when i just had to go on youtube i had to go on youtube and do all this crazy typing <laughs> now the shit just show up in your eyeball yeah, show, show, show up in your eyeball and your eyelid soon as it drop is in your eyeball now I just say music and it start playing like it's, it's, it's crazy <laughs> good times man oh, yeah that's where we at good times that's where we at man but drake but drake so drake dropped the 25 track album what you feel about it What's our what's the score? Are we going one to ten, one to seven, what well, one out of one out of what? One out of ten, I guess, because you used to ten countdowns going right, up to, right, ten. Used to ten. I'm gonna go six. I'm gonna go six. Um uh first half, say it was two sides, side A, side B. Definitely like side A a little more. And I'm I'm basing I'm basing this six stars off of about Two, three listens. So over time, maybe some stuff could grow. But I do feel that Drake is reaching a um, interesting point in his career. I do agree with some of the points that Cam probably will make about where he's at right now and and reasons why he did this. I do I do agree with some points that Cam made, but overall. It, 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 yeah, by about a six, cause and because I'm a Drake fan, I'm I'm gonna lean towards the more anyway. But I think the the side B was a little, in Jesse's words, a little sleepy. It was a little, it was a little sleepy. There was a couple of songs on side B. I was like, all right, I can dig this, but some of them I was like, mm. I didn't like the intro to this album. It was kind of whatever, but yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, I don't know how much replay value this album really has. He has some songs on there, some nice songs, but I don't know, like, when I could pop in, nothing was the same and listen to it or take care of this. So I don't know how much, more life was better than this album to me. And that was just a, the, the, the quote unquote playlist. But yeah, that's my feelings on the Drake. Uh, because you can't really talk about how you in album mode and then, and then give us this, this album like this because it, it made it seem like you was really like out here about to give us something that we ain't really expect and I just he didn't deliver he didn't deliver the best to me um, and like I said that's off of the first like two two three listens so that's my feels on the on the album right now I'll say this I still need to digest it some more. Mm-hmm. I think I listened to it at least one and a half. Mm-hmm. And that's telling. I'm a big Drake fan, big Kendrick fan. Those are my two favorite rappers, honestly. And um, I'm not mad at people that really like it, and I'm not mad at people who don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I'll say why. First, I think it's – I won't, I never want an album that's 25 songs long. I, n- I never want that, honestly. It's that's a lot, too much. That's a lot. I'm a traditional album guy. I like a good, solid album. I like a concept. I like I like good albums. That's why I like when Kendrick drops albums, like people that really make albums. Mm-hmm. I think I'm coming to the conclusion that I can't expect that from Drake. I think he has it in him, but he hasn't really shown it to me. Outside, I think his one classic, I always say, is Take Care. 
And if you consider So Far Gone an album, then So Far Gone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just think some of the um, – it's a substance thing. I think it's some of the topics. It's a lot of the same topics. But I don't know. I, I, I'm just coming to a conclusion that it may be more about singles and, like, just having good songs. Like he's an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. He's oh, a yeah. genius. Yeah, for sure. But as a full body of work, like an album, it's something that's missing, I feel like, on this mm-hmm. one. For mm-hmm. for some reason for me, but um, I kind of understand if it's true what he said in one song like he out of the album deal, so that's why it explains it's a double disc to mm-hmm. get out of that. And maybe this next one they'd be like, okay, cool. But I don't know. I'm a little. I'm, I'm up in the air about it. Like as he said, I I haven't had the urge to really keep listening like that with the past album. And I usually yeah. well. Like I said, like the last album I did have that urge was kind of more life. I, I was I was playing more life a lot, and then I and nothing was the same. I, I feel like I I played that a lot. I played views a lot too. I remember I I really I like views. Yeah, like a lot of people don't like views. I like views, but my thing is I can do without Ratchet Birthday song. I don't like that song. I can do without Summer Games. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. I don't like that song. And I can do I can do without the Michael Jackson song too. Like, yeah, I don't really care yeah. for those, but I I do think A side was better than B side, but B side got some songs too, like Ty, Tyrone Dollar Sign. That's that my, I like to call him. That's my guy, man. He's good, man. That's He's just good. Guy. The songs that he got Tyrone on is good. His pen game good. He been writing it. Yeah, yeah. and I I disagree with Rome. I like the intro. I like I like when Drake just rap. I like no, no. That's, that's the thing. I like. I, I'm, I'm a fan of when you rap, like you said, the diplomatic communities and all the, you know, five a.m. in Toronto. All, mm-hmm. I like all those. But this one, it just felt like I was like, I don't know if it was the beat. I don't know if it, maybe I got to listen to his words again and read it listen again. Listen to his words. I'm always, guess, I'm, I'm big yeah. on the words. I, I like to follow rap genius. I like to go back and click it on. It just annotation. felt a little. It felt a little like like he came with like. Like a little effortless. It was like it was like it wasn't really. It was like all right, let me just get this intro. That's what it felt like. But maybe I got like I said, maybe I got listen to it. I got listen to. It. I like when he rap. I do like when he. I rap. like the song with Jay Z. Jay Z yeah. was rapping as usual. Yeah. Just give me bars. That's what I like. But it's a it's a lot of. I'm gonna say it's a lot of songs I like on here. I just can't name them right now, honestly, because I haven't listened to it enough to be like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was a lot of songs I did like. But I know those three I named the ones I didn't like definitely stood out like I didn't like that yeah. like I feel like he could have made a solid album if he picked 12 songs out of this I'm like it possibly yeah, solid yeah album but yeah. to this thing was too much but I want to talk about the song emotionless yeah verse two yeah because one thing Drake knows how to paint is this generation yeah and a lot of the surface stuff like social media and stuff which is crazy but in that yeah. song this man was talking some shit. He was saying, and th- a lot of people do this. He said, I know a girl whose one goal was to visit Rome. Then she finally got to Rome, and all she did was post pictures for people at home because mm-hmm. all that matter was impressing everyone she's known. I know, like, that. that's crazy. There's so many people that do that. Like, that's why I always ask, like, ask yourself when you're posting stuff, like, who are you doing that for? Yeah. Like, you can be honest, but, like, I'm just doing it for attention. For, like, that's fine, but sometimes I think, like, like the like the biggest, the last big example for me is, like, posting, like, the, the Father's Day and Mother's Day posts. And there's nothing wrong with that to me. But for me, I just ask myself, 
why am I writing this on here? Because none of my parents on social media, they never going to see this. So who is this for? Is this for me just to get likes and comments under this, under this post? Because I basically called them and told them this. So why do I need to write it on IG? And that's just where my mind mm-hmm. is at. So when I see him rapping and saying stuff like that, it just relates to me like, yeah, like what is, what are we doing this for? Like we're addicted to the attention likes. Even when I see I've recently been back on Twitter more. I've been talking more on there. Mm-hmm. And I see when people have a, a good tweet and it go viral, every time it go viral, they say, Oh, I'm famous now. Follow me here. It's like <laughs> our generation is following this chasing fame. That's crazy. And people do do I've just realized, yeah, they do be doing that. And, and then like this facade of like people getting caught up in comparing themselves and being sad about what they're seeing when everything you see is just the best. No one puts the worst. That's why that line when he says, I know a girl um, who's happily married till she puts down her phone. Like, that's crazy. That's bad. Like, that's crazy. Like, she's she's showing you this perception of her marriage that's happy and great, but she's secretly suffering off of social media. And like, it's, it's a, a lot, of, and it's a lot of people like that. It's a lot, a lot of, of people. A lot of people like that. A lot of, you know, a lot of people that I've met that's online be booming, but in person be complaining about life and they got mm-hmm. this and that. You be like, yo, that's, I don't know, man. But I don't know. I don't think people realize how much power is in vulnerability. Like when you, one of our biggest vlogs that people love is when our hard drive went down. Because we were so real, like, it was just like, yo, <laughs> we was like, can y'all donate? Can y'all help? And, like, people felt it because you feel it. But when you, when you always got to put on a fake front, it just feel like, yo, like, who you, why you need to do all this? Like, if you going to put it online, put the real on. <laughs> yeah, wait. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you struggling, let people know because other people are going through it. So, like, it, yeah. it, it, it helps. We could all help each other. But if you faking through the whole thing, it's just like, all right, man. That's why when anyone tells me uh, I feel like I'm not where I want to be, um, this, this is all I like. Just get offline. Yeah, get offline. You're comparing yourself. You're looking at all this stuff. This. People didn't have all these feelings back in the day. I mean, they had the feeling, but they wasn't comparing as much. Like they was like, all right, they know yeah. people's out there doing it, but you're not seeing them every day, constantly yeah. every year. Uh, yeah, a lot of it's not real. It's assimilation. But the main thing I want uh, one the main thing I want to talk about that second verse is something I can't answer yet. We'll be able to answer it in the future. But mm-hmm. he starts off the second verse, missing out on my years. It's time when I wish I was where I was back when I used to wish I was here. Missing out on my days. Now I see a lot of people that's famous and highly successful talk about that. Talk about how they miss the old days when they weren't this famous and successful. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a catch. It's kind of scary. It's when a you little bit. think of it, it's like you fight for this your whole life. That's all you it's want. It's your passion. It's all you want. And when you finally get it, you want to go back to when you was fighting for it. It's like, why? Like, like is it not what it's cracked up to be? Is the pressure too much for you? Is it just that person? But, like, why? Hmm. I, yeah, I do hear a lot of yeah. It's just a lot. You'd be like, hmm. I wonder, like, what what is it that's making them be like? I don't want this right now. I don't want to go back to when I didn't nobody know me. And like you said, it's got to be, it's got to be some of the pressures. Got to be the, uh, you know, the people that don't 
know anything about you always saying stuff. I mean, it probably is a lot. I mean, Drake is the biggest rapper that we know right now between I mean, him and Kendrick, of course, and all that. But or it, it could be, it could be like how J. Cole broke it down. He was putting his happiness in places that it'll just ne- you'll never be satisfied. It'll never yeah. be enough if yeah. if if um. If you're going after money, you'll never have enough money. If you're yeah. going after jury, you'll never have enough. You're going yeah. your vices, women, you'll never have enough. Yeah. Instead of being appreciative of your family and love, mm-hmm. just those little things, because you'll have enough of that. Oh yeah, you have enough. Of so that. it could be that, but it's just weird that a lot of highly successful people you hear saying that same narrative. And you know now he you know he a dad, so he probably he dealing with that, with that with that stuff, and you know he. He, you know, he confessed to how he didn't never, he didn't want to be like that. He didn't want to do that, and then he ended up in that same cycle. Well, let me say that since you brought up him being a dad, there's this meme going around that his son's full name is Adonis Mabed um, Graham. Now they saying if that's true, that's his name. When he said in God plan, I only love my bed and my mama, that he may have been talking about his son. I know. Honestly. If he really was talking about that's something, amazing. that's the slickest and that's most the slick. amazing yeah. double entendre yeah. I've seen in rap. If if that's true. yeah. If sure. that's true. That's amazing. That's an amazing double entendre because everyone got on him from being a deadbeat, not caring about his son and all that. And if he really was shouting out his son, but had y'all thinking bad and had y'all screaming this, but he was talking about his son, wow. Genius level, yeah. Genius that, level, that's, yeah. That's crazy. Genius level stuff. Not only, and it could be on because it's easily. You just you love me. I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. It and it be, would make sense. It would make sense. Wow, that would be amazing. Wow, I know his dad. Like, damn, you don't love me, but I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that's Drake. Y'all let us know which, yeah, which Drake know songs y'all like, which ones y'all don't like. Tell us in the comments how y'all feel about it. But yeah. that's my review thus far. Maybe next week I'll digest it some more and say say some more about it. But, yeah, this one, it was something about this one that it was different from all the other ones. Yeah. And I can't put my finger on it. But it was different for me. But I'm still a Drake fan. It was some, some fire on there. Yeah. Um, Akon. He's the real Black Panther. This man is trying to build a city in Africa mm-hmm. that's going to be fully run off cryptocurrency. Like, he really out there doing He gave power. The villages that didn't have power out there, now he doing this. He really out there being build, a superhero. He's really a superhero. He's the real, he's the real Black Panther. As soon as <laughs> I saw the headline, that's all I thought about. Like, yeah. he's T'Challa. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he had a vibranium suit. Honestly, is he really doing it? And like, he don't get enough praise or, or press for this. Like, it's amazing what he's doing out there. Like, I don't hear any music from him, but I don't, I don't need music from now, him. Now, how do you build it. a city off of crypto? Is what I'm trying to. He says it's gonna be ran off crypto. So that city that they're building, this the, is everything. The currency is gonna be through cryptocurrency. It's gonna be ran. That through would that. be so it's cool. It's gonna be to ran. See. It's gonna be ran through the blockchain, basically. And that's cool. That's some futuristic shit. Like, imagine going to a city and you all you you take your cell phone or whatever, and that's all you crypto. That's that's amazing, actually. Look, I I, I encourage all y'all to look that up. Type in Akon, 
building city crypto. Yeah, I seen the, I, I seen the meme and I was like, yo, if that if he pulls that off, that is it's inspiring to see someone with that like just trying to make people's lives better. Like when you when you that successful and got the money, you go back to your country and yeah, he left. I mean, pretty much like, he left the music alone. I mean, he, I don't know if he left it alone alone, but he pretty much been out there doing this thing. Like, yeah, he did what he probably did what he had to do in music, and he probably found like they say sometimes in life you you can have different passions. Like you can do have a passion, and you fulfill it. And he probably felt like he was successful. He did a lot, and he was like, all right. It's time to help people now. It's time to figure out what else I can do, which is a cool thing. Yeah, man. Like, that's really what it's cool all thing. about, giving back, building more infrastructure for more people to come up. Like, when you're successful, you got to reach back. You got to hold that door open. You yeah. got to. You, you just got, got to. to, man. Like, you got to. There's a lot of people that's going to help you get to where you are, and you got to show love to them, and then you got to, in turn, show love to somebody else and keep, especially in the black community. If we're going to keep going, especially. we got to keep reaching back. Yeah. That's almost like that. Um, what's his name? Jay Morrison, I think, who who started, who got the, the um, Tulsa real estate fund. Like he raised like ten million or something oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To start investing back in the black community so they don't get gentrified and that black people get a piece of this profit. You need that. Like that. That was crazy. Like he the first black person to raise that much money. Like stuff like that. Do that. Or even I recently seen. Did we talk about the Dame Dash Lee Daniels thing? We didn't talk about it, but all right. Let me say this part before we get to it. I've been watching a lot of Dame Dash interviews. Mm. <laughs> They're very entertaining, and a lot of stuff he say I agree with. But one thing he said coming up in Rocker Rockefeller, they had this thing called amongst his friends the Circle of Success, and basically what that means. Man, I, I sound like I got a list when I say success because this retainers <laughs> I got in. It's blocking my tongue. Success. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but anywho, basically what it meant was you're not successful unless all your friends in your circle are successful. Mm-hmm. He breaks it down like if I pull up to the club in a Ferrari but everyone else walking, that's whack. But if we all pull up in Ferraris, you know, he was saying in a rapper way. That's, you know, that's true success. Yeah, but yeah. what it really means by the circle of success is you never had to leave that circle to do what you want to do. So say he want to invest in something and he need the money. He'll go to his friends to borrow the money, do the investment, make it back, and they get all paid some more yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. And keep building together, keep coming up together. Or say he use his own money and lose it all. If he if it's ten friends, he borrow a hundred thousand each from each one of them. He a millionaire again. He back, and that's the support system they created called the circle of success. So if they all got money, you all be straight. If someone get you know get yeah, down yeah, or yeah, get yeah. low, y'all chip in a little bit and, and build them back up. So one person donating a lot, and now you say you know you got to have a real real circle to do that. Cause not everybody you know they'll say they are, but yeah, when it's yeah. time to do it, they won't. Yeah. So. I like that's just a, that's amazing. That's yeah. just amazing. Like, yeah. if all black people y'all built your circle, y'all all came up together, and then y'all supported each other in investments. And if one got down, bring them back up, keep building them up, keep them there. Because that's simple. A hundred thousand each, he a millionaire again. Yeah, especially if they're millionaire. Learned, it, yeah. learned his lesson, and then you move differently in the next thing. Like, yo, like that's beautiful. Like yeah, that's the circle beautiful. of success. Like that's. I, I heard that. I'm like, yo. Yeah, why not do that? Yo. Why not? We definitely need to do that. 
We definitely need to do that. But yeah. the thing is, that I feel him on if if I'm the only like I make the joke like you the richest in the house. Like we we go back and forth who got the most money out of all of us. And we ain't talking about big money yeah, yeah, right now, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But it's just a funny thing. Like, oh, you the richest man. Mm. It used to be me. Then it went to Mike mm. one time. Now, mm. now Rome the richest in the house, mm. we say. But that's a cool thing. If we all ain't coming up together. Yeah, everybody needs to be know, together, yeah. We all need to get. We yeah. all, like, if, if I got, hey, if I had 40 million, but y'all only got 400,000. Like, that's whack. Yeah, that's whack. That's whack. That's whack. First, I'm gonna just give some million because I don't need. Only, I mean, I'm good with twenty million. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. like, if we all need to be successful, be successful and keep it in the circle. We talk about. We always talking about different books to read. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it don't even always gotta be money. You keep your circle. You you say, hey, all y'all, we should read this book. Because if I'm only getting smarter, that's that's selfish. Yeah, that's that's why knowledge share. We all need to grow mentally, spiritually, all that. Cam and Mike been helping me with fashion stuff. You know what I'm saying? It could be something as simple as that. Yeah. We all eat better. Yeah. Because you know we all influence each other because we around each other so much. Yeah. One person start eating healthy. You gonna start, you start asking it. and t- seeing questions. You try this and you start eating healthy. And then you know read this, read that. We make each other better. Keep keep that circle of success. Life. Needs so it ain't just money. It's everything, spiritually, mentally, all mm-hmm. of that. So take that, talk to your friends about that. Think who your circle is and have that conversation. Like, yo, start that group chat. Don't start that group chat over drama and all that stuff. Yeah, start a group yeah. chat over some Make positive it. stuff that's going to better all y'all. Yeah. Real Sorry right. to get all preachy. I get passionate about that no, stuff. No, that's real. But, um, yeah, Lee Daniels tripping. You owe me $2 million. Give me dog. my money. You've been ducking and dodging me for $10 million. Give me my money. Dame was very composed. Yeah. He was. Because he could have took it there. But this based off Lee Daniels' body language, and he even said, yes, I was wrong. He wrong. Because <laughs> if I don't owe you $2 million, I'm like, nigga, I don't owe you $2 million. You're going to see it all in my face. $2 million? What you talking about? Yeah. Lee Daniels was calm. He wasn't making no scrunches no, no in scrunch. the brow. Nothing. Two he million. owe that man $2 million. Get that man's money. Get that man his money. It's yeah. been 10 years. That's the wackest shit. This man supported your dreams before anybody and believed in you. Gave him $2 million. You ran off on the plug. Twice. That's the words y'all don't understand. That, that's whack. Like, I can't imagine somebody supporting my dreams, help me get there, and then turn my back on them. And then act like it ain't nothing. It's $2 million. And, yeah, some people are like, oh, it ain't about the money. But it's about that type of money. It's about the money. That's it's not, about the money. Yeah. That's and about the principle, like I supported your dream. I'm not saying like you a slave to me, but you had ten years. I ain't. But you just gonna you just gonna run and ignore me like for, that, for that, that long? Yeah, that's like disrespectful. Yeah, no, no, no. That's disrespectful. We gotta talk. We gotta talk. <laughs> we gotta talk. Like you said, it could have went a whole different way. Could have went a whole different way. That's not like two hundred dollars. No, people no. die for twenty dollars. Twenty news stories: people got killed over owing someone twenty dollars, ten dollars. People get killed every day for money, and this is two million dollars. That's not a small amount of money. That's life altering. Yes, money. Yes, and you, you are worth. He's worth millions. Oh yeah, millions. Oh like yeah. He could have easily paid this back easily. Like so, it's like you know you owe this man. You've been he got so much he can cash up there. Avoiding him for ten years. Yeah, no, no, man, no. And then it go back to Monique talking about him. But did you see what Monique did? Nah. Oof. I just thought about it. 
Monique basically, her and her husband were talking to Tyler Perry, recorded the conversation and posted it. And in an attempt, I guess, to prove that what she's been saying is true. Now, when I listened to it, I heard him say, yeah, you know, this and that, his side of the story. But I feel like they wasn't there for that agenda. Like, he was, Tyler kept saying he's going to try to make it right. He's going to call, try to get the money. Like, he's, he looked like he called to solve this situation. That's not even really about him, per se. It's more about Oprah and Lee Daniels that they got the beef with. But yeah, they just yeah, kept yeah, yeah. just talking over him, cutting him off. I'm like, yo, that's what, uh, this makes y'all look worse than whack, him. Because this man is being logical. He's being respectful. She calling him saying, I'd rather talk to Medea than you. All of this type of stuff. I'm like, yo, you're yeah. going about it the wrong way. Yeah, like, that's, that's I believe what you're saying. That's why. But you're going about it the wrong way. Like, you're, you're digging yourself a deeper grave. Like, and this may really blackball her now. Because no one's going to trust you to call now. They're like, you, oh, you recording people? Especially you you recording people, man. That's not like, that's people's, being recorded without you knowing is not a cool thing, yo. This is not. Luckily for Tyler Perry, I would say, he ain't got nothing to worry about. He didn't lose his cool from what that's anything good. I heard. Or he was really trying to help help them. That's good. And now I don't know, like, I can't blame him if he find out, once he found out that he got recorded, that he don't want to help no more. Yeah. He's like, all right, you want to do that? And then F it. <laughs> like, you can't be mad at how Tyler reacts to this. That's, that's whack. That's I whack. was like, man. That's a whack T-H-I-T. Yeah. Um, that's about all I got. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, this has been another episode brought to you by. Any questions? Well, no, nah, because we don't. I ain't typing in. Cause I Any old know. question you may have seen as is on Twitter? Uh, I seen this Will Catlett question. Did we? An- I feel like we answered that last week, right? We didn't answer a question about Will. We talked about Because they said the question was. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Hold up. Hold up, nah. Hold up, y'all. Hold up, bro. Hey, bro. Hold up, bro. She said, I'm probably late, but what do you guys think of what Will Catlett said about him finding his spouse being the catalyst to him breaking through? Oh. Did we answer that? No. All right, y'all. Will Catlett. Oh, I know what we got to talk about after this, too. Will Catlett, if you don't know, is the star on the male lead in Love Is on Mm -hmm. OWN. The Mara Kill show. Mm-hmm. And he's a phenomenal actor. We've known him for a couple years. We've shot with him many times. But um, I didn't see where he said that at, but I can believe that's true based on a quote that I have tatted on my chest. So basically, her question again was um, How do we feel about Will Catley saying finding his spouse being the catalyst and him breaking through? I have a tat on my chest that says, With women love, with women's praise, <clears throat> Sorry, I had to call. With women's praise, a man blossoms. With women's love, his dreams come true. And basically, what that means, I said it before, is you know, everything men do is for women, basically. Mm-hmm. We get haircuts for y'all, we take showers for y'all. So, all this praise and attention we do, you know, we blossom into who we are. Mm-hmm. But when a man find, gets love from a woman, finds love from a woman, that's when our dreams come true. And I I say that because 
when you're chasing your dream, especially in this industry, you're doing it for a reason. You have your your reason. Like one reason could be to retire your mom, and that's one reason for me. And when you fall in love, when you get in a relationship, it's something about being in love that you want to be the best, especially when you first fall in love, you want to be the best version for you and her. You want to grind so you can take care of her and start a family and all that. Like that extra motivation and drive you get only from being in a relationship with a girl. And I believe that's what he experienced when he yeah. got with his spouse. And then that support system as well. Like when you have a down moment, she's there to pick you up, have your back. Like they say, behind every strong man there's a woman. So especially with black girls, I feel. So I think that's what it was. Like that extra motivation and that support helped them break through. Because out here, especially if you by yourself, it can get tough. Yeah. Oh, it gets tough. Oh, like yeah. we're blessed to have each other in our group. The, but I know a lot of people that's by themselves and just talking to them when we had the conversation like, yo, uh, I just feel like uh, things are not happening. You feel down a lot. When you don't have no one to talk to, it can be tough. But with that support and motivation he got from his spouse, I know that was a great, great part of him making it. Oh, yeah. A and big part of him making and that's it. What, and that, yeah, that's why he said it. And then they, I mean, they got married. I mean, they, they got so, married. So, I mean, he found somebody that understood where he was in his life. And, you know, I don't know where she was in her life, but mm -hmm. she obviously held him down and he, and he, uh, understood that. And, and that, but there's also people who don't need it. Some people don't need it. Some people just have that, that yeah. drive. And they, Some people is just that, they that hungry they, for it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it doesn't hurt. Even those people, you find that love. Because I remember the last relationship I was in, I was just motivated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, it ain't just me now. Like, this could be my my wife in the future. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I want to be the – I was just mo – and then you're focused. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. as I say, that first part, everything we do is for women. Yeah. You're you going to be talking to multiple girls if you're single. Mm, yeah, you're, yeah. You're always going to see a girl. You're going to be here. You, you're distracted. You could really be distracted by that. But you have one girl. You're focused now. Focus, it's like yeah. all that stuff that chasing girls, doing this and that, all the being on the phone, all you don't that, need that. Yeah. it's gone. So you focus like that. It helps focus you. So in our industry, like you need definitely if if you're with somebody, they got to support you. Yeah, oh, for sure. You, you don't know. It's ups and downs. It's peaks and valleys, as they say. So you need that support system yeah. from anyone you're dating. If they don't support this life, they got to be very understanding yeah. of this like it's very different everybody in this group they my bras they support me <laughs> yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that i hope that answered your question but um yeah man yeah I, I i i love to see my friends just go on to be great especially when you believe them and that was one person i told like yo you the best actor i know out here like yeah, for sure keep going that's what I might need the podcast from bros to bros. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but we're going to end this with all the people that used to watch that guy that also Will Catlett oh starred God. in, and that, well, that's where yeah. we met him. So, okay. So, I'll let you explain, Rome. You, you know the story. All right, essentially, so that guy was a web series that I was a part of created by Janine Daniels. Uh, Shout out to Janine. And she approached us literally when we first moved out here. We we searched her. We then, reached out to her and this area. We watched the first yeah. scene. We're like, yo, this show is dope. She ended up kicking it with us. 
we ended up establishing a great business and just friend friendship, business relationship, man, friendship, because she's just cool people. Her mom, everybody, family, everybody she introduced to, cool, great people. So we was on the show. We shot uh, two seasons in a movie, and then we did a third season. This third season had a season finale. We shot that season finale in 2015. Nobody seen it. Nobody seen it because Black and Sexy, the company, had a lot of stuff going on. It was a lot of it was a lot of personal. Lot, it was a lot going a lot on over there. Politics, a lot basically. of politics. It was politics, basically. Didn't come out. So everybody kind of was like, "All right, it's not gonna come out. It is what it is." This past week, a post gets put out on Black and Sexy's Instagram. It says, "That guy, season finale, the one you've been waiting for." So I'm three like, years later. I'm thinking, oh, Janine must have something to do with this. I hit Janine. She said, I don't know nothing. I don't know I don't know nothing about nothing going on over here. No consent. No consent. No nothing. She's like, I'm not a part of this. It's not my editing. It's not my nothing. And when you look at the posts under there, people were going in. They said they were it was eight hundred and something comments. We looked they said people were deleting. They were deleting comments, so it's more than that. They was they they were deleting. Yeah, they were saying how trifling this is to to do this behind her back. And Honestly, my theory is it's just because Will is popular now. Yeah, I think it's trying to ride off the coattail of Will and Love is right now. He get he, he's out here. He's a brand new face, talented guy, and you want to ride that wave, so you put out this because he's in it. That's why to get some um, traffic to your business. That's why, and that is that's whack. That's bad business, and that's shady business, and it's shiesty, and you're going behind a creator's back and her. Her work that she, I seen her put her blood, sweat, and tears, and not just saying that. I actually seen all three of her put into this show. Like this was her passion. This yeah. was her baby. Like, and it's sad to see that for, uh, coming from another creator, seeing your work just end like that. That's the oh, yeah. like your your work. It was the best show on that channel. Yeah, and it had a legacy, and to end it like that was really sad. Yeah, because it's just like, yo, come on, man. It was different. Whoever edited it, it was different from all the other episodes. It was just, and then she never got to finish shooting all of season three, so it felt empty. It was fifty minutes too. We all it got was, together and watched we it. We watched fifty minutes, and yeah, and I felt it because it's like, yo, that's your that's your pat. Like you got somebody else playing with your passion, with your pride. That's like somebody taking a a skit of ours and like a whole nut. Like you know, come on, man. Like that's whack. That's whack. They whack for that, and I'm not like. I don't like I don't like that. That's just not. It don't look good. And see, that's that's the thing. I think like black people, we could be so great together, and we continue sometimes to do this to each other, like what Lee Daniels did, or what they did to this. There was show. no it's point like, in doing it's, that. There's no like, point of this. Like, why three years later? And the only way explained is you riding the wave of Will's success, which is extra whack. That's it. Like, there's no you other reason. You should have believed in them back then. You should have always believed in it and kept the show going or whatever or, or treated so, people right. But, yeah. This yeah. dude, you know, do good work, do good business, and, and you can get far in this and, industry. And do good by people. Because you never know who's going to be who. Treat everyone right. Not just because of that reason. You should just treat them right. But if if you're a person that don't treat, you only treat people who you think going to do something for you, well, that's a, a good reason to treat them right because you never know who's going to become who. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Hold it down. <laughs> Gather your friends, build your circle of success. Build your circle of success.
your COS, your circle of success. All right. All right, y'all. Well, uh, we will holler at y'all next week per usual. My name wrong. Got Cam. And we out. Comedy Trap House. Cam, hit him with it one time. Meh, meh.